Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. The motorsports world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with Jim Beaver. Welcome to this week's General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, switching things up this week, doing things a little bit different. Uh, yeah, we are going to roll right into things after this with uh, Chris Leone and Power Rankings. I know, you know, normally that's safe for hour number two, but we're just throwing the script into the wind this week and, uh, yeah, changing it up. So Power Rankings, then we're going to roll into an interview with uh, two-time winner this weekend, Keegan Kincaid. And then hour number two is going to be dedicated to an interview I did about a month and a half ago. Good friend of mine. Uh, loves motorsports, good friends with Travis Pastrana and Street Bike Tommy, had him up at Durfish Rally School, my good friend Tim Montana. So Tim is going to be on the show for the entire hour number two. And Tim, uh, you know, he is, uh, I don't even want to call him a country singer, he's just a musician, but he is an amazing talent um, behind the mic and uh, on the guitar. And uh, I got to tell you, he is uh, definitely a guy that I am absolutely uh, stoked to have on the show and finally air this one for you guys. So our number two will be Tim Montana. And, uh, yeah, um, you guys have any uh, questions for guests, me, guest suggestions, hit me up at Beaver 15 on social media. And, uh, you know, I guess I didn't even lead with thanking you guys, but thanks for tuning in. Yeah, it's uh, been a hell of a ride, and I know i got some really cool stuff uh, coming up the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be heading out to Crandon and also to Pastrana Land. So, uh, yeah, I definitely might uh, might end up talking about that a little bit more today. If not, we'll definitely save it for next week. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think maybe I might actually try a backflip. Uh, into the foam pit on the dirt bike. So, uh, yeah, got that to look forward to as well. So, uh, yes, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the last couple shows. We've had some bangers, some great guests, and uh, a lot of fun here on the show. But, uh, yeah, this week, Chris Leone with Power Rankings. we got Tim Montana. Man, that's going to be a good one. And uh, we've also got uh, my good friend Keegan Kincaid, who absolutely slayed, I mean slayed, uh, the championship off-road opener at Anigo this past weekend, going two for two and just destroying that Pro 2 field. So great effort by Keegan Kincaid, and uh, we're going to get into that and a whole lot more on today's show. All killer, no filler, that's for sure. So, uh, yes, we're going to take a short commercial break. We come back, Chris Leone and I, Power Rankings, right here on the Gentle Tire, Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by... 
Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down and dirty radio show since 2012. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Kicking off this hour, we got uh, my good friend Chris Leone here. And uh, Chris, we are going to uh, jump right in, out of the box, into some power rankings for this week. I know we brought this back from... um, Back from the grave, I guess I hate to say that, but uh, for the first time here about a week ago. Uh, but I'm actually really excited about this power ring because we got a little off-road in the mix, some Formula One, like, you know, NASCAR had a road course. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like this is – last week was pretty awesome because we had the Indy 500, and we always kind of know how that goes. But this week there's some different stuff in the mix. So uh, I'm kind of excited to roll into power rankings this week, buddy. 
Yeah, not a lot of times that you get to mention Wisconsin, California, and Azerbaijan in the same breath, right? <laughs> I, I'm actually very, I'm, I'm actually really stoked right now because uh, I can't, I can't pronounce that. I just call it the Baku City Race, and everybody knows what I'm yeah. talking about. You actually rolled that out like. I couldn't do that. I I would butcher it. I just refer to that event as Baku City, and everybody. I think everybody gets it because like nobody yes. really wants to attempt to say that name like you did. The one with the one wide corner, yeah. Um, the, the the other street and, course, and ask, yeah. And then you ask which one because there's like four of them, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> it was yes. It will it will certainly be interesting. But yeah, as you said, since I think we need to roll right into it with the uh, segment breaks. We will go to Baku uh, for number five, and I am going to match car number with ranking and go with Sebastian Vettel. Obviously, a very um, interesting might be the way to phrase how that race unfolded towards the very end. And I've got to say that I feel bad for just about any tire supplier in motorsports, especially exclusive ones, because there's no winning, right? Um <laughs> You know, speaking of no winning, I'm a Boston sports fan. My Bruins got eliminated last night. And how we treat Tuka Rask and Goal on our Bruins is how every tire supplier in motorsport gets treated, especially as an exclusive. There is no win. There is no doing anything right unless they are absolutely perfect all the time. And certainly that race wasn't um, spectacular when it comes to tires. Um my most controversial opinion is if you as a race team see something at the racetrack as it's happening that conflicts with your data, maybe you should take that into account. Um, yeah. I know, kind of a novel concept, and people yelled at me on Twitter for saying it. But anyhow, the beneficiary of all that was Sebastian Vettel, who ends up on the podium for Aston Martin after all of the chaos and all of the carnage and Max Verstappen having the blowout that he did and Lewis Hamilton having the brake issues on the restart that he did. So great weekend for those guys, especially, you know, in the context of the other tire failure being Lance Stroll, who is Vettel's teammate at Aston Martin. So a uh, big day for them. Uh, certainly Sebastian was elated to get back on the podium and we have to feel like there aren't too many of those left in his career. So certainly worth celebrating to see that. So Sebastian Vettel at uh, number five for me. You know, and this is actually going to spur a bigger Formula One conversation, <laughs> and we end up maybe taking the whole segment for it. But uh, I, I'm going to go. go to Baku City for my number five as well. Um, I got no complaints with your number five. I actually, uh, for my number five, once again, as in last week, I'm going with Red Bull Formula One, the team. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Perez with that victory, that's a big moment for his career. Uh, he needed that, I think. Um, you know, he's kind of been in the shadow of uh, Verstappen for, for a while now. and uh, But I, I had to go with Red Bull F1 because Verstappen had that what race one. You know, a few laps to go, he's leading fluke tire failure, and now all of a sudden he, you know, finishes what, I think officially 18th, something like that. Um, you know, tough break for them. I mean, but Red Bull Formula One has proved, especially in the last couple of rounds, like, they are bringing the fight. You know what I mean? They, they've got a team that can compete for this championship, you know, and, and Verstappen, thankfully for him, Hamilton had problems. So he still retains the, uh, the lead in the, the driver's championship. And so we're, I, that shootout that we're expecting uh, is still going to be there, but you know, I'm just looking down this, you know, this entire 
race, you know, and, and you mentioned Vettel, um, you know, I, I'm looking at constructor point or our driver standings. And, you know, another guy that pops out of my mind is Lando Norris, you know, and he's sitting there fourth, you know, and I don't know that anybody thought, you know, Norris would be sitting fourth in the driver's championship, you know, this, this deep into the season. So the, the thing is formula one this year, Chris, and obviously I had Red Bull F1 at five, but I'm excited for the first time in a long time. You don't know what's going to happen on any given weekend. That podium isn't set. You know, we've got four teams that are really, you know, kind of front-running teams, five-ish maybe. Like, I don't know. It's got me excited to tune in every week because the processional is gone. I mean, F1, these guys are driving, and they're driving the wheels off these cars. And we have a true battle, you know, up front in Formula One. We haven't had this in a long time. No, absolutely. I mean, it's... You know, and it's funny that you mentioned that. And certainly uh, Red Bull Racing as a team at number five is a worthy pick. Um, And I think a lot of what this season is actually going to come down to is the battle between the second drivers at Red Bull and Mercedes. Because this seems to be the most evenly matched that Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton have ever been, no doubt. The cars seem to have their various strengths and weaknesses, but... As a whole, they tend to be on par with one another. So now it's a matter of which second driver is actually going to be able to take advantage of the situation that they're in and rise to the occasion. For years, that's been Valtteri Botas. He's been able to pick off a couple of wins a year. We've seen some seasons where early on he's seemed like, oh, he might actually be a threat for the championship. He might pull a Nico Rosberg this year, um, but hasn't. And then gets to Baku and lays one of the biggest eggs, I think, of his career, certainly with Mercedes, um, just did not have it for whatever reason. And certainly Lewis didn't in practice either, but Lewis, at the very least, was in contention for a podium to the very end. Um, Sergio Perez, on the other hand, we thought was going to be the 11 billionth Red Bull second driver to fail out of that spot because that seems to be what happens on that team. They go through them. They always have. But, you know, now there's a second Red Bull driver who is able to consistently put it on the, or who seems like they could consistently put it on top of the podium for the first time since, you know, the Vettel Ricardo days. They haven't really, you know, it's always seemed like it's only one guy who can really win races with that team at any given time. And if if Perez can do that, I mean, yes, he's going to be looked at as the number two. You know, he's always going to be looked at as the number two there because Max is the guy. But if Perez can consistently win a couple of races a year, I mean, I think that's what's expected of him at this point in his career. You know, I I mean, him winning with uh, Racing Point last year in the first place was a lifeline of his career. I mean, everybody thought he was on his way out. People thought he was going to IndyCar. People thought, you know, and then he ends up in Alex Albon's seat and has already proven in the end to be an upgrade there. But Red Bull's always had that issue, you know, for quite some time now of getting a second driver who works as a second driver. And if Sergio Perez can do that, then, you know, then we finally have a return to form for that team, Um, you know, for the first time really – I mean, I, I said two winners were the Vettel Ricardo days, but in terms of form, maybe the Vettel Mark Weber days, even so, even further back than that. Man, we're going deep with that one, but you know, and it's funny. It, yeah, I'm going to bring the basketball analogy, and I think Formula One drivers over, have always struggled with this, and probably the one that accepted his role the most 
and he's still one of the greats, but it was Rubens Barrichello. And, and I, I look at it like the Jordan Pippen thing. Pippen was still a Hall of Famer being in the shadow of Michael Jordan. You know, he, he, he oh, still yeah. put together a Hall of Fame career. And I think Formula One, these guys get overshadowed by greatness. And obviously, you know, Verstappen, I, you, you can't say he's one of the all-time greats, but he's got the makings of one of the all-time greats. Now, you know, I have no idea what the next five to ten years are going to hold for him, so we're, we're, we're definitely getting ahead of ourselves. Um, but I'm just saying, like, I can see the next five to ten years, especially after Lewis bows out, um, you know, this being the Max Verstappen series, you know. And so it, it's tough to yeah. be in that second seat. It's tough to be in that role. But Perez can, you know, he could be a phenomenal driver there. He could learn a lot. He's going to win a lot of races. Is he going to win as many? Uh, probably not. But, I mean, look at Ricardo. I mean, he struggled with that. He went to another team. He's an afterthought now. Nobody even thinks about him. I mean, where where's he at? 10th uh, in the standings right now. He's in, sitting in 10th. And, I mean, Ricardo's a phenomenal talent. He just, you know, he it's – I don't know. I just – I get it. It sucks being the number two guy. But sometimes being the number two guy is a whole lot better than being the tenth guy like Ricardo. So I, I don't know, Chris. It's uh, it, it's weird. I get the struggle, but uh, I don't know. Formula One, it's an interesting beast. Oh, no doubt. No, it's, you know, and, and I think we see this stateside on two wheels, too, with Supercross and Pro Motocross, where you've had a lot of guys who have just been dominant. And, you know, the guys on those teams, those dominant teams, they seem to have a revolving door of number twos behind them. And I don't know how much of it is those guys not being great at accepting the number two role or teams putting the pressure on them that they have to equal the number one guy or what it is. But in a lot of motorsports where you see factory programs like that, you know, you get that imbalance and it, and it's such a catch 22 for number two guys who don't know how to be number two guys. All right, Chris. Well, we're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back after this on the Gentle Tire Down to Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed 
can't afford health benefits where they work or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Chris Leone here. We are going through our power rankings. We talked a little bit of Formula One at number five, which means we got four spots left to go. And now with F1 out of the picture, it's going to be interesting to see the way uh, our next four stack up, Chris. So uh, who do you have uh, sitting there at number four on your list? So number four, I am going to go with... I'm actually going to go to Pro Motocross, and I am going to go to Thunder Valley, um, and I'm going to go with Ken Roxon for the 1-1 in the 450 class. Um, you know, we've <laughs> we've had all sorts of different discussions about Ken Roxon over the years. Like, he's gotten hurt. He's had issues. He hasn't been able to win a Supercross title. You know, this thing, that thing, the other thing. We really beat down Ken Roxon, right? You know, we've we've always kind of done this and we've done it with Tomac, too. And Tomac finally, you know, Tomac finally got his Supercross title. So, you know, I think that quelled some of the criticisms. And yet now Eli Tomac is not going to be with Kawasaki next year. And I don't think we've seen the announcement on where he's going. So there's, (laughs) you know, but Ken Roxon, I mean, he's one of those guys who has really gotten hammered year after year after year in the media for different things. He's gotten hurt, you know, can he be consistent enough? Can he win championships, you know, multiple championships? Can he win both indoor and outdoor titles? Whatever, you know, but all I see right now is a guy who took the 450 points lead in Colorado. You know, he's one up on Dylan Ferrandis. They've got some cushion to Aaron Plessinger in third. Um, You know, here's somebody who... He's been building towards another championship for a long time. And we really thought that last year could have been the year. And I think with the gap because of COVID and just not being himself in the series of Salt Lake races that they did to finish out the year, kind of got one taken away from him a little bit. But um, somebody who 
you know, I I think Ken Roxon's due again, so I've got him at my number four. You know what? And uh, speaking of uh, number four, I had him completely slated in the exact same spot as you did, Chris. Uh, Ken Roxon, one and one there at Thunder Valley in my number four spot. I mean, basically for all the reasons you did. And he was the only rider, uh, you know, that even got close to uh, a sweep, you know, in the 250s. I think it was, uh, I can't remember, I think it was a two and a four that ended up clinching. So, I don't know, one and one in pro motocross, it's, it's tough. It's really tough the way motocross does their scoring because to win two main events is really hard. You know, that's like winning two back-to-back Supercross races. And so, um, especially with the length and how grueling those motos are, i uh, got to give uh, Ken Roxon a lot of credit or anybody who can pull off a win in pro motocross. But I had Roxon at number four just like you, Chris, which means we've got three left. Who do you have at number three? Well, Jim, this is kind of a – cop out because i'm putting a couple <laughs> of people together at number three but they had equal weekends basically so gonna head to uh Anigo, wisconsin for the championship off-road opener and uh brock hager and cj greaves gonna tie them up at number three because both of them swept a pro truck class and both of them got one on the other in the pro stock side-by-side class um cj greaves i mean We've seen him dominate year after year in the Midwest, uh, multiple different classes, swept the side-by-side classes last year in the championships, I believe, but uh, didn't win that Pro 4 title. I think it was Kyle LeDuc that got it last year, so CJ said, all right, you know what, I'm going to dial it back on the UTV side of things, I'm going to focus on Pro Stock, and I am going to go get that Pro 4 crown back, and did exactly that, Um, you know or at least has started the season the way he needs to, to do that, sweeping both of those pro four races, uh, then managed to get that first pro stock race. But Brock Hager, you know, give him some credit comes in from the West coast. Obviously the landscape has shifted yet again in short course racing, a lot of West coast guys heading to the Midwest and committing to the full champ off road season. Brock comes in, sweeps pro light, um, comes in and manages to steal one from CJ in, uh, pro stock CJ had won seven out of nine before Brock Hager got one in on him at Anigo. So, you know, that is going to be a hell of a battle, uh, over, you know, over the next few months as they try to fight those out, they seem like they're going to be the drivers to beat in their respective pro truck classes. So the pro stock side by sides is where they're going to even the score. So tie it number three for those guys. Well, I uh, somewhat similar at number three as you. I had C.J. Greaves at number three. Um, you know, obviously, mainly for his uh, for his Pro Four win. You know, Pro Four stack field the Midwest this year. Um, you know, and and with C.J. Uh, taking you know, I, I guess sweeping the weekend. And I think this is a tough one because none of these drivers had any data. They didn't have any setups. This is a track that hadn't been run in I think like a decade. Um, so it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's tougher to get a win this weekend than it is on any other given weekend, just because of the lack of data and things. But, uh, you know, just for all the reasons you said, uh, you know, I had CJ Greaves at sitting at number three on my list, which, uh, makes me wonder if our number twos and ones are going to be the same too, Chris, who do you have at number two? Yeah, I think that's pretty possible. I am going to go to Sonoma for number two with, uh, Kyle Larson. That that's another one where I could have kind of you know, done the whole team the way that you did with Red Bull Racing, because as we know, um, Hendrick Motorsports has been dominant lately. Uh, The first one, two, three, four finish ever for a four car organization a few weeks ago, Um, you know, but 
and they've just they've really really hit on something um people are gonna probably make quite a bit out of the fact that chase elliott has kind of been the road course guy in nascar as of late and kyle larson was able to get one on him but larson's been hot you know he's won multiple races now this year he got one in the bag pretty early in vegas he took the 600 where nobody could touch him he took a road course you know uh the first two tracks are obviously pretty similar because uh you know mile and a half and that's kind of nascar's bread and butter but you know, you had a road course in there and you've got some diversity. If he takes another short track win, that'll be some diversity. You know, they're they're a pretty dominant team right now over at HMS. So, you know, and Kyle just happens to be the guy that is taking the biggest amount of advantage um, out of that. So Kyle Larson at number two, um, you know, I, I would imagine that he's not done winning before the playoffs. Uh, the real question will be once we get to the playoffs, if anybody has figured anything out on Hendrick and is able to close the gap any. Yeah, well, and uh, once again, uh, you and I, same page here. I had Larson at uh, at number two, and not only did he win, obviously he's had three wins within a week. I think, uh, you know, he, he took the uh, World of Outlaws win. Um, also took, uh, you know, obviously the victory, um, you know, at, uh, what at the Coca-Cola 600. So, uh, Larson, he's, uh, he's on a roll here, Chris. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, kind of just, uh, a scary guy when he gets the momentum he had, but not only did he win at Sonoma, he swept the entire, uh, race, you know, won all the, uh, won all the stages, uh, as well as the finale. So you got to give him a lot of credit for, uh, the full sweep of the weekend, uh, so, yes, Kyle Larson, number two on my list, which makes me wonder if we're going back to Anago for our number one. I am not. I am wow. actually not going back to Anago for my number one. I am going back to Baku, and I'm going to give it to Sergio Perez. Um, just because, you know what, I, I mean, and, and we kind of covered this in the other segment, but, you know, that was a huge win for him. Just like the first win of his career last year for Racing Point was a huge win for him. Um, you know, it, it, it's just... Like we've talked about, whichever team out of Mercedes and Red Bull is able to get their second driver firing on the cylinders that they need him to fire on, that's going to be the team that wins the team's championship, and I think it's going to be the team that also wins the driver's championship. Uh, Both Max and Lewis, for each other's sake, were lucky that they both ended up out of the points. Um, You know... Max had to be breathing a huge sigh of relief as PO'd as he undoubtedly was when he saw Lewis go off track, you know, with the brake issues on the restart. But, you know, for Sergio to be able to just hold on was crucial. It was crucial in that Constructors Championship, um, you know, and and knowing that he's going to be, it seems like, a bigger threat to take some more podiums right now than Valtteri Botas is. And I think Botas is dealing with the pressure of, probably the his inevitable replacement with we got to think it's going to be george russell sooner than later here um you know it's just it's a pressure cooker for f1 like you said it is going to be a very exciting season but yeah no it's it's funny that we've now delivered a list of some big differences and uh we're going to be going or some big similarities and we're going to have the biggest difference of all at number one yeah, and with number one, I got to go with uh, our guest this week, Keegan Kincaid. Uh, 
Obviously uh, swept the weekend there at Antico. Uh, you know, took two first place finishes in Pro Two. Obviously, we saw you know CJ Greaves with a couple of victories, like you mentioned, Brock Hager. But uh, Keegan Kincaid Pro Two is the it division this year in uh, short course. Uh, Keegan, uh, you know, has said, and everybody that runs in Pro Two has said, this is the biggest, most stacked Pro Two field probably in the history of short course. So to come out swinging in the very first event and uh, you know sweep the weekend, taking uh, you know two first place finishes, I had to go with Keegan Kincaid at uh, at the number one on my list, Chris. But that being said, Chris, we're up against the time break, and uh, yeah, it's time to take a short commercial break. We'll be back after this on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain if you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands down most capable off-road machines in the world look no further than polaris and their award-winning lineup of razor vehicles whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a razor 170 like me take the entire family out in a razor xp4 1000 on the weekend or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new razor xp1000 fox edition polaris has as you handle. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome good friend Keegan Kincaid to the show. Uh, Keegan, man, uh, you know, short course has uh, officially been kicked off in the Midwest to start 2021, man. And uh, I guess this is we, – we got a lot to talk about here because uh, new, new-ish new track, I guess new to the calendar this year, but it's older track. Your program, though, man, you guys came out swinging two for two this weekend. Uh, you got to be pretty stoked. Yeah, it was a it was a great weekend. Uh, we finally got back to some off road racing. Got a newly updated Pro Two ready on the track. Uh, Annie Go, Wisconsin. Uh, it was a beautiful facility. I think the last time I raced there was uh, 2012, and that was actually my first Pro Light win. Um, but they, you know, they've had an absence there for a while, and the Lions Club approached uh, the series, and they made it happen. And uh, the race was awesome. The facility was good. We had blacktop pits. The fans packed the stands. Um, it, it felt like a normal year again. And, um, yeah, I couldn't be happier. You know, the truck performed flawlessly, um, and we were on the top spot both days. Well, and I guess I want to talk a little bit about the track. I want to talk about your truck. But, you know, something like this, this is this is kind of one of, you know, everybody goes to Cranon. Everybody's got their setups. Um, you know, everybody kind of knows what to expect. I mean, a guy like you probably has a little bit of an edge over some of the West Coast guys coming in, things like that. But stuff's widely out there, you know what I mean? If you've got friends, you can get some help, things like that. Going to Anigo, like you said, last time you raced there was pro light. I mean, we're talking a decade ago at this point. Like, everybody coming in here is fresh. It's it's like clean slate, you know what I mean? So that how, how does that approach uh, with you guys? Because, I mean, you, you don't really have a lot to rely on, right? Yeah, no, um, they basically built the track from scratch. Um, it's a typical, uh, I don't know if you remember, the Charlotte, Chicago, yeah. half-mile oval, um, going into the infield, little dog leg in the infield. So it was nothing that we've really, you know, raced on before. So it was kind of an equal playing field, which is kind of cool. You know, most times, you know, we can get some practice at Crandon or Bark River. Well, they went back to the days of, hey, you show up, you get your two practices, who can tune the best? and um, get things ready to go for for the race and um, we made some good adjustments you know from the short practices that we did have there and uh, they paid off you know and uh, we led the first day led led basically from the from the get-go we started outside pole and um, got the whole got the whole shot early and truck was just running flawless you know and so you know we got the win there and then the second day it was definitely we had to work for it you know the classes in Champ Off-Road have been um, stacked. You know, Pro 2 is probably the toughest Pro 2 class that Off-Road has seen in a really long time. You know, Jarrett Brooks and Corey Winter and Kleiman and Brian Beat and Deegan was there. And, uh, you know, just there's probably eight to ten guys that can win any day. You know, Mickey Thomas. and um, So we knew we had to come prepared. And um, the last year, you know, yeah, we got the win right away, but we weren't officially prepared. And so we, you know, we made sure we did our homework and we're ready to go. And we made a little bit of changes throughout the weekend that were good and came out on top both days. You know, we, for us, you know, we usually struggle at tracks like that, you know, setup wise, you know, maybe myself, but, um, you know, we, we turned it around and got two wins and now we come back to my hometown track in a few weeks. Well, and I think, you know, that's something to say. You you said probably one of the most stacked Pro 2 fields in recent memory, and I'd say arguably, 
yeah, I don't want to throw the history thing out there, but it's it, it's a deep, deep field, man. And you know, for you to come out and go two for two like that, um, you know, a lot of people be like, "Oh man, it puts a little pressure off your shoulders." And I look at it going, "Man, you probably got to feel some added pressure. You're the points leader now, and now you got to follow up that you know effort where you sweep the weekend." I mean, you know, how you feeling going into Cranon? Obviously, hometown track. You know what I mean? You you know Cranon as good as anybody, but uh, you know, how you feeling about uh, you know about the next round? You know, I, yeah, and going into Annie Gold initially, you know, was, was my thought is we got to be consistent, you know, come out of there. Um, recently to Torque, they have done, or to Champ Off Road, they have changed it to um, points. So they invert off a point. So uh, we qualified for the first, start, first day um, since we didn't have any points. But after this, they invert off of your points. So you draw two, four, six, eight, all the way to 10. So you can get inverted 10 if you draw a 10. Well, so it's important to be within that invert. And so that was my thought process going into it. I was like, hey, we cannot be enough. We got to keep staying into this hunt, um, going for the championship. And I guess two for two is pretty consistent. But um, we're, uh, I'm excited going into Crandon. You know, I, I feel really comfortable at that track. Um, although we didn't perform really, really well the last, last time we were there. So we need a little redemption. And um, it's always a little added pressure with, when you're in the points lead, I, I necessarily don't like it, but um, it's a good position to be in, you know. And so um, it's a long year yet. It's uh, important to be consistent, limit those DNFs, try not to have any. You know, a DNF could take you out of the hunt for the whole year. And um, uh, I, I look forward to getting to Crandon. You know, and and that's something you talk about the DNFs and things like that. Years pass when the Pro 2 field's a little bit lighter, you know, you You've got room for you, – you don't want to say room for a mistake, but if you have a, a really bad race, you know, something like that, you cut a tire, get taken out, something – you know, it's like, oh, we still got a shot at this thing. But, you know, you know what is there, 18, 18 drivers that showed up for, for Anigo? I mean, that's, that's a stacked field. I mean, you almost know somebody – you don't want to say is going to have the perfect season, but somebody is going to run top five all year long, you know, and not have one of those mistakes. Yeah. So it, it makes it even tougher when you have a field this deep because, you know, those little mistakes you might be able to get away with the last couple of years, man, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, you know, it, it's important to – you know, it, it goes off to – basically in between these races it's all preparation and, and making sure your equipment is top-notch and, and trying to limit uh dnf i mean there's some things out of your control but um yeah it's it's about preparation and being prepared and um you know and that's what we've we've really done you know with myself and the and the team you know i just you know i thought last year i just you know second place sucks and so it's kind of a redemption thing where you know i put myself you know, on the chopping block and, and the race truck, you know. So um, it's something that, that needed to be changed, and I'm happy with where we ended up. So, yeah, with 18 Pro 2, you know, something that was crazy is um, they told us the numbers of how many racers were there, and they actually had more entries at Ann Eagle than they did at Fall Crandon last year. So wow. uh, the sport has grown, and um, I'm excited to to – you know, get back there and see what see what happens at Fall Crandon. You know, now that means there's probably even more coming. I know RJ is coming to race, and so um, this is going to be a year that people remember and they don't want to forget. So, yeah, it's definitely some special stuff working. I want to talk a little bit about your program because we're talking about sport as a whole and short course, especially in the Midwest, in a really really good position. But 
your team, I mean, you got to be really excited too, Keegan. I mean, you got some really cool stuff working with your team. Obviously, I know, uh, you know, you've got that Pro 4. You guys are program you're working on uh, that you're hoping to debut at, uh, at Fall Cranon for the cup race. Uh, you know, you got your new semi hauler. Obviously, I know, uh, you know, you expanded uh, program. I know Lucas Oil came on board with, uh, with your program. You've got to be pretty excited, you know, because your program, you're in a, you know, better spot this year than you have been in a long time with your program. Yeah, you know, um, there was a lot of work put into the off season, and uh, we kind of acquired a Pro Four chassis. And the original plan was to get to get it ready to to race for a full season. But where things put us, and uh, the timing of parts, and a, a couple different things, uh, we decided to race the Pro Two for a championship. And um, so far, it's paid off. But we are getting that Pro Four ready for Fall Cranon, maybe for a Bark River outing, depending how comfortable we feel in it. Um, but specifically for Fall Cran and a Pro 4. Uh, hopefully go win us a cup race in the Pro 4. Um, but, yeah, we acquired a brand new um, – per- we purchased uh, – Jamie Flannery and myself helped purchase all of Traxxas's, uh short course program. So we basically bought trucks and trailers. Um, so we acquired, acquired a brand new Featherlight, um, new awning. Lucas Oil came on board. You know, that, that's been a huge help to my program. It's basically – allowed me to take my program to the next level so I can do things that I, that I've never been able to. And, um, whether it's in the pits or on the race program, getting this pro four out for fall Cran and, um, allowing me to get more content out there. It's just been a huge help for, for myself, my team, my program, even my family. And, um, I'm appreciative of them, you know, Lucas vision wheel, Cooper tire. Well, you know, those two have been with me for, uh, you know, for a, the majority of my career and um they've been when it's been my worst and you know now hopefully we can keep growing and and continue this and take this program to the next level you know and here's a question you know you've been around the sport your family has for a real long time I and mean, well it's you know you go back to anago and and obviously your dad had raced there in the past obviously he sees the speeds of the trucks he sees what you're doing i mean what's your dad's take on short course i'm kind of curious cuz i haven't talked to your dad in a while but what's his take on on short course and the speeds and the technology and you're talking about taking your stuff to the next level i mean what what's his input on this whole craziness yeah you know where where he came from you know where when it all started in the late 80s early 90s to what it is now is it's pretty crazy and fascinating to me because, you know, he's been at it since the, almost the beginning to what it is today. And he's, he's really passionate about the sport and, and building trucks. And, um, you know, I think he's beyond the point of driving anymore. He doesn't have that urge to, to race, but yet he, he's passionate about building off-road trucks, helping my program, taking it to the next level, innovating like on our pro four designing and, and building new parts and new front ends and new rear ends and, and just trying, we continue to innovate. And that's what, you know, my dad is, is just an innovator. He likes to take things to the next level and you got to try things. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Um, but if you don't do it, you'll be left behind. And uh, my dad is, is passionate. He really enjoys the sport and, and coming and coming with me to the, the racetrack and being a part of it. And, um, you know, it's a family sport, and it's good to be on his side. So, 
Yeah, definitely. Well, obviously, we uh, a couple weeks out from Cranon. What's uh, what's 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 the next couple of weeks look like for you? Because obviously, the two Cranon events not taking anything away from any of the other events on the calendar. I know Bark River's got an anniversary event this year, and ERX is always you know well attended. But what you know, heading into Cranon, this is one of the two big ones, man. We've got uh, the Brush Run, and we've got uh, you know the the Community Cup race. I mean, uh, you know, what's it what's it look like for you guys and the team the next couple of weeks? Yeah, you know, we're now that we got through this uh, first weekend and it went well, we can finally, you know, prepare some things that, that needed to be done, you know, on the trailer and, and, and get some stuff going, make some adjustments on the Pro 2, hopefully do a test here in between, you know, Andy going Crandon, get some more testing in, trying some different stuff. And um, ultimately, we're starting to work on that Pro 4 and, um, and staying busy that way. So um, it's always it's always something, just being prepared and, Cranon's going to put on two great events, and uh, I'm excited. You know, I, I that's probably one of my favorite events to go to is is the both Cranons, and um, just for the hospitality, the fans, my family, it's my hometown track. Um, they do a great job of that, and um, there's been some good upgrades there, and um, we look forward to getting there and getting on the track and seeing all of, all the fans and and family again. So we're ready. Yeah. Now, now the the most important question of the day. I mean, uh, you, you know, is the party happening in group therapy Sunday after the uh, event if Keegan wins? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. If we if we pull off a, <laughs> a cup race win here in the spring, uh, I'm sure we'll be having some fun again. And uh, it, it's been fun because I'm good friends with Doug McTagg and all these guys that I have finally that that have been on the West Coast for the last couple of years um, are finally coming here. You know, and so Doug McTagg's here with with uh, the stronghold group and all them, you know, it, it makes for a fun, you know, we're not, we're competitors on the track, but in the end we're still friends and we like to go have fun. And, um, you know, we got some go-karts. I, I recently purchased 15 carts that, you know, Doug McTagg and all these guys, we're going to have some fun on the off weekends and, and uh, just mess around. But uh, yeah, I look forward to spring Cranon and hopefully we can come away with a couple more wins and a cup win would be uh, some, some way to start the beginning of the year. So, um, but we'll be ready. Awesome. Well, Keegan, always fun catching up, my friend. Uh, you know, good luck. I will be out at Cran, and we'll see you there in a couple of weeks. Uh, looking forward to uh, seeing the upgrades of the facility and uh, seeing if you can continue on with the winning ways, buddy. Thanks, Jim. Yep, we'll talk to you later. And we'll be back with more after this on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. 
I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Man, what uh, what an hour number one. What an interview with Keegan Kincaid. Power rankings, Chris Leone. Man, we dove some deep into some Formula One talk there for a bit. I uh, don't do that very often, but... Uh, Man, I'm I'm feeling really good about this show today, and uh, truthfully, I am actually feeling even better about our number two because, because, dot, dot, dot. Yes, we have Tim Montana. Dude, I mean, he is, uh, he is just a, a bad SOB. Let's put it that way. I mean, he's a great musician. He's written for Kid Rock, um, ZZ Top, you, Travis Tritt, you name it. This guy, you know, he's a little bit of rock and roll, a little bit of country, and a whole lot of fun. He's going to be our guest. He loves to drink whiskey, loves to have a good time, and uh, really looking forward to uh, having Tim on the show. Um, man, just great, great hour, number one. Keegan Kincaid, what what more can you say? You know, Chris kind of hit the head on nail on the head. You know, talking about Keegan, it's – uh, you know, here's a guy who upped his program over the offseason. You know, he, he had a phenomenal, phenomenal 2020. And then it's like, how do you get better? Well, you do what Keegan did. And what is that? I don't know, but he's made it work. You know, obviously, uh, you know, can't wait to see him going into Pro 4. And uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be really exciting to watch him back in a Pro 4 in 2022. Uh, that's, you know, and I think he's going to bring it out at Cranon for the big race, uh, Labor Day weekend. So, uh, you know, we won't have to wait all the way until 2022 to see that we're going to get to see that, get a, get a preview, get a sneak preview, um, here, uh, you know, towards the end of this season. So definitely looking forward to that. Keegan, just a stand up dude and, uh, you know, all around good guy. And, uh, hopefully, uh, I'm going to be at Cranon here in a couple of weeks. Hopefully you guys are too. Would definitely love to, uh, 
Definitely love to meet some of the listeners to the show and fans of Short Course, man. Let's talk some off-roading out at Crandon. Whoa, show. Maybe have a beer and some cheese curds. But anyways, we're going to take a short commercial break. We come back. Hour number two is going to be upon us. I'll kick things off, and then uh, it's going to be me and Tim Montana for the duration right here on the General Tire Down to Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. USA Radio News. This is Brad Bernard's. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and President Joe Biden heaped praise on each other as the two leaders sought to relaunch the UK-US relationship at a time of rising tensions over the fallout from Brexit. Johnson hailed Biden and his team as a breath of fresh air. We covered a huge range of, of subjects and it's, it's wonderful to, to listen to the Biden administration and to, and to Joe Biden. The outgoing chief of Israel's Mossad Intelligence Service has offered the closest acknowledgement yet his country was behind recent attacks targeting Iran's nuclear program and military scientists. The comments by Yossi Cohen offered an extraordinary debriefing by the head of the typically secretive agency in what appears to be the final days of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's rule. This is USA Radio News. It may be the biggest cover-up of our time. Was the coronavirus created in a lab? And did the Chinese government hide the truth? Now, Steve Cortez and Jen Pellegrino give you the shocking truth on their hit Newsmax show, Cortez and Pellegrino. Newsmax is already the fourth largest cable news channel in America. And all this week, Cortez and Pellegrino tell you the real story about the coronavirus the big media won't tell you. More than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. Now on all major cable systems. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. Plus, find Newsmax for free on your smart TV, Roku, Pluto, Zumo, or more. And remember, you can download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone and start watching now. Join millions of Americans turning off the old cable news and going to Newsmax for real news they can trust. Check Newsmax out today. The Justice Department, under former President Donald Trump, seized data from the accounts of at least two members of the House Intelligence Committee as part of an aggressive crackdown on leaks related to the Russia investigation, according to people familiar with the investigation. A bipartisan group in the Senate has struck a tentative deal on an infrastructure package. USA's Wendy King reports. Republican Senators Cassidy, Collins, Murkowski, Portman, and Romney have joined together with five Democrats to announce they've made a compromise deal to rebuild the nation's roads, bridges, and energy systems. They said it would be fully paid for without raising taxes. Both houses would have to approve it, and the president would have to sign it. Republican Senator from Maine, Susan Collins. Among the ten of us, uh, there is a tentative agreement on a framework, but obviously uh, there's a long ways to go. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. This is USA Radio News. Look, bud, I said your money or your life. I'm thinking it over. The Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> yeah. The new Edgar Bergenauer with Charlie McCarthy. I'll give you the help me, I'll mow you down. Three hours a day, seven days a week of the greatest radio shows of all time. Classic radio theater. Available on many of these radio stations or available on demand anytime. 
at any podcast app by searching USA Classic Radio Theater. USA Classic Radio Theater. Law enforcement agencies across the country experienced a wave of retirements and departures and are struggling to recruit the next generation of police officers in the years since George Floyd was killed by a cop. And amid the national reckoning on policing, communities are questioning who should become a police officer today. John Clemens reports on Texas Governor Greg Abbott's call for Texas to build a border wall. The centerpiece of the allocation is border barriers where illegal aliens cross into the U.S. I will announce next week the plan for the state of Texas to begin building the border wall in the state of Texas. Governor Abbott also said Biden's open border policies have led the way for dangerous gangs, cartels, and human traffickers to invade our nation. This is something that also is not a tourism site for members of Congress to make an annual pilgrimage to and see the border and then go back and do absolutely nothing at the federal government level to solve the crisis. From the USA Radio News, Texas Bureau, I'm John Clemens. A North Carolina principal channeled his inner Whitney Houston to give graduating seniors a memorable send-off. For USA Radio News, I'm Brad Bernard. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. And welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, kicking off our number two. That is right, hour number two, and uh, what are we, like, episode, I can't even remember what episode, are we in the four or the five hundreds? Anyways, yes, hour number two, we've done a hell hell a ton of, uh, is that even a word, hell a ton, hell a ton of radio at this point, and continuing to get things cranking. I know uh, all my friends are down there at the Baja 500 doing some pre-running, eating some tacos, and most definitely drinking some beer, and... uh, I definitely would love to be south of the border, but I am not. I am going to go do some UTV stuff up at Pirates Cove Resort this weekend. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, playing on the river, having some fun in some UTVs. So I'm going to miss the Baja 500, but trust me, I'm going to be having some fun. But we will have a full recap next week of the Baja 500, probably 
most likely have some winners on the show as well. But uh, yes, Baja 500, kind of the big one this weekend. Also, the, we've got what the Detroit double doubleheader at Detroit uh, happening this weekend in IndyCar as well. NHRA. I think uh, Chris Leone, who was on the show earlier, he will actually be at NHRA there in New England. Uh, you know, he's a Bostonian, so uh, yeah, he gets uh, he gets to go. Uh, uh, play when they get to the East Coast. And uh, yeah, so uh, lots going on this weekend for me and for everybody else. And then uh, about a week out, I head out to the East Coast to Pastrana Land. I'm going to go hang out with my boy Street Bike Tommy, Hubert, Travis, and uh, have a little fun at Pastrana Land. So anything you want behind the scenes at Pastrana Land, you want to know about, whatever, hit me up. I would love to uh, love to either find out, ask questions, whatever. But you guys have any ideas, anything you want to see here Whatever from Pastrana Land, let me know, and uh, we will most definitely, um, most definitely get those uh, cycled into the show for sure, and uh, probably social media as well. So a uh, big, big couple of weeks uh, for me, and then you know, obviously Crandon being the big one out there, uh, you know. I guess second biggest short course race of the year, biggest one being Labor Day Cranon, but they've got the Community Cup that happens in uh, uh, in the spring. They call it spring, but it's actually summer. I don't know. I guess technically it's a spring because I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it's right borderline, right? But uh, yeah, it's hot. I call it summer Cranon, but uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm rambling on a whole lot of nothing, but uh, we got Tim Montana coming up, and that's the important thing. Right after this break, right here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all-in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big, balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. 
Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount life is all about sound the sound of sports the sound of the racetrack and the sound of your vehicle don't drive around listening to this drive around listening to the sound of performance gibson performance gibson performance exhaust is the company who can turn this into this remember that life is all about sound and gibson exhaust is the sound of performance check out your next catback exhaust system headers muffler or utv exhaust at gibsonperformance.com and get more power and more sound like what you hear catch all the back episodes of the down and dirty radio show on apple podcast and be sure to rate review and subscribe all right, so this is going to be a fun one today. I'd like to welcome my my brother from another, Mr. Tim Montana, to the show. Tim, what is happening, brother? Oh, not too much. Thanks for having me. We are uh, got back to Nashville, Tennessee, where it feels like it's been raining for the last six months. But uh, we're here, baby. We're here. So I I got to ask you, dude. I, I'm gonna put you on the spot. You told me last week you were going to a, a writers retreat, and I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you. The first thing that popped in my head when I heard. Tim Montana on a writer's retreat. I'm getting flashes of like a hippie commune and like people just smoking weed around a campfire or something like that. What the hell is a writer's retreat, dude? Well, not that's not too far off. <laughs> except we're, in, we're in a we're in a beach house down in Myrtle's Inlet, uh, Myrtle Beach area. <clears throat> One of those houses up on stilts, and then we brought five of the bigger songwriters in Nashville out, guys. You know, one of those. One of the guys with us has had 42 number ones as a producer, songwriter, and country music, and then all of them, respectfully, have had a handful of ginormous hits, and we all get in the same room, and uh, we'll split up, actually, for the first half of the day, and I'll bounce back and forth between two different rooms, get the idea going, hop to the next room, tell them, ah, let's fix that word, I wouldn't say that that way, and then at the end of the night is fun, where the drinks start flowing, and then all six of us come into the same room, and last time we got uh, four cuts out of this writer's retreat. So we got a Travis Tritt single. We got two songs on my album and then another song I can't talk about yet. That'll be out in July. But, uh, so heck, if we get one good song out of it, it was worth it. Well, you know, what's interesting to me about this whole thing. And like, I'm dumb when it comes to music industry, obviously you and I become friends. I got, you know, a few other friends that are, that are in the industry. I don't know a whole hell of a lot about it, but one thing I've always found really cool, especially like you, I mean, you mentioned Travis Tritt. I know you've written for him. You've done some stuff with Kid Rock, with ZZ Top. I love the fact that the music industry, there might be a song that you know is good, but it might not be good for Tim Montana. So it's like, you know, Hey, this is good for another buddy of mine. You know, he should sing this. And like, you guys kind of help each other. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that's one thing that I've always found pretty pretty cool. It's not really a. I mean, I I know there are people in it that are selfish, but it seems to me like it's not really a selfish industry. You guys are just all about the love of music. Yeah, whatever helps the song get heard, and whoever's the best vessel for that. And that smoking a bar, the Travis Tritt single, his first single in 13 years, just came out about two months ago, and his record dropped I think Friday. <clears throat> Set in stone, a full length record, but. We had it on hold for me, but it was talking about a seatbelt was a backup for mama's right arm when the world turns slower and you could smoke in a bar. And I was like, man, it feels like someone looking back on their career and kind of reflecting 
and I just took a shot and texted it to Travis Tritt, and next thing I know, he absolutely fell in love with it and recorded it, and I'm like, there you go. And I was like, you know, in a few years, if I want to cut it too, I can, but it just felt right to have Travis, and he was so excited about it. And every interview he does, he name drops me, which he totally does not have to do that. That's just what kind of guy Travis Tritt is. He's a good old boy, old boy. <laughs> He's definitely been around, man. Um, I don't know. I, I just find this whole thing just pretty damn awesome. But I guess I want to go back to with you because this is kind of – we're going to talk about a lot. You've just had a lot of shit happen. You just dropped an album. I mean, things are blowing up for you. I kind of want to go back and tell a little bit of the Tim Montana story just because – I don't know your full story, so this is just me as a, as a buddy wanting to know the full story. But, I mean, you've got interesting upbringings in Montana. I know you grew up in, uh, you know, in, a, in a trailer, didn't have, uh, what, electricity? I mean, take us back to the beginning and then how the hell you found music and got where you're at. Because I think this is – I know bits and pieces of it, man, but looking through the window, like I want to know the whole picture here because I think your story is pretty different than a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I was born uh, in the Flathead Valley in 1985. <clears throat> Had pretty interesting going issues, stepdad issues, birth father issues. Ultimately, everyone, those guys went away. So uh, I blame it on mother's love for uh, having me still here today. Um, but we went off the grid when I was probably five or six uh, up in Kyla, Montana. And we were way the hell up. I went and tried to find that house. Uh, about a year or two ago and I couldn't find it and I got lost and I was like how did we do this every day of our lives um getting out there just tons of snow and we'd start the generator on Sunday so when we went off the grid the tv went off all you know basically forms of communication with the outside world we had a telephone for a while then we cut it off but uh so I never got to watch tv so my wife still gets mad whenever she brings up tv shows from that era the 90s Cause I missed all that. I missed all the pop culture. So I don't get a lot of references to the nineties, uh, but I got a guitar and uh, we, I had a lantern in my room and every night I, when it got dark, I'd turn that lantern on and I'd play my guitar and I'd just make up these little songs. And uh, my mom always made sure I had a guitar and a little CD player. And uh, she would just bring me home CDs. We had a, a pawn shop slash gun shop in town <laughs> and she'd always bring me home these CDs. And my mom was like super religious and CDs she brought me were like tool undertow. <laughs> she had no idea what it was or what I was listening to. <laughs> and I, I remember this distinct memory of in this cabin off the grid, it's pitch dark, and I put in my headphones to listen to this creepy album she brought me. It had like a pig on the inside with forks sticking out of it, and I was mortified. And I put it on, and there's a hidden track on there where some dude is like reading fake scripture or something. And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, had nightmares for weeks. And I was like, Mom, where are you getting these CDs? She's like, oh, from the pawn shop. I figure you'd enjoy it, Kimmy. You love music, right? And I'm like, this is probably some satanic shit, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) She always did her best to make sure I had music and a guitar. And uh, yeah, so I grew up until I was about 17 in that kind of environment. And as time went on, we got solar panels. So we got a little more electricity, but we were never on the grid. So the solar, you know, would be, uh, it would run in the afternoons. We could charge batteries up and then run the TV. And I didn't, at that point, I didn't really care about TV, nor did I want to be around my stepdad at all. He's an asshole. So I would find myself outside riding my four-wheeler, riding a little, had a little Honda CT70, man, and I would just take up mountains. And then I had a 1976 John Deere liquefier 440 snowmobile that I put crazy miles on. And I love that thing. So it was either go fast or play guitar. 
So you, you know, graduated high school, right? And then you moved to L.A. That had to have been a, a hell of a shell shock for a kid that was off the grid in Montana, man. Oh, it was terrifying. I, uh, <laughs> I got an apartment on Hollywood Boulevard right behind <laughs> the, uh, the Chinese theater there. You know where that's at? I was there two years ago, of- right before the pandemic hit. Like we were, yeah. yeah, I spent some time there. I know exactly where you're at. Yeah, so I was right there on Sycamore, and I was so excited because the same apartment Guns N' Roses used to live in. And I'd always tell the guy down at Hollywood Liquors, I'll be famous someday. And he's like, man, you know, his name was, uh, what the hell was his name? I think it was Juan. He's like, the last guy to tell me that was Axl Rose. <laughs> I was like, oh, no way. So we lived there, but my roommates were like, I had never had a microwave at this point. And, of course, we're living off ramen noodles and microwavable Hot Pockets because we were so poor. And I'd be putting forks in the microwave and all kinds of shit. There'd be lightning bolts coming out of it. And they're just like, dude, are you a caveman? And I was like, well, and I'd also never use the dryer or like a, a, you know, I didn't know how to use the weirdest things. And to this day, my wife still will not let me heat up baby bottles for our daughter. She's like, you still get defeated by a microwave every time. Why do you think you'd heat that bottle up in three minutes? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Feels right. Three's a good number. Melted afterwards. Uh, that's... So, yeah, so L.A. was definitely a culture shock, and I tried so hard to play rock and roll in L.A., and everybody's like, uh-uh, Montana, that's country as shit. And I'm just like, no, it's not. I grew my hair out. I got a skateboard, and I used to skateboard down Hollywood Boulevard with baggy-like jeans. Didn't want anyone to know I was from the woods and grew up wearing Carhartts. Just, like, hit it so hard. And every time I started a hard rock band, everyone would be like, dude, there's something really country about your vibe. <laughs> I was like, hell no, bro. I'm rock and roll as shit. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, all this is going on, right? And uh, and then all of a sudden you moved to Tennessee, right? Like, you you know, didn't you end up like uprooting and moving to Tennessee somehow through through this process, right? Yeah, I met a, I walked into school one day, Musicians Institute, Hollywood, California, and there's a cardboard cutout of this bigger fella who was clearly blind, and my bro, my older brother's blind, um, and his name was uh, Johnny Highland, and he was wearing a cowboy hat and a Fender Telecaster, and I'm like, who's this goofy-looking dude? And so I went to his little live workshop, the live LPWL, whatever they called it, live player workshop, and uh, saw him play guitar, and my jaw dropped because he wasn't using pedals and he wasn't using any effects. and He was faster than Eddie Van Halen and didn't even seem to be trying. And I'm like, what is that? And he's like, it's called chicken picking, buddy. Come on down to Nashville. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe I'll put the cowboy hat back on. That's cool as hell. So I uh, moved to Nashville, chasing him down and moved into his neighborhood so I could drive him around, you know, because he couldn't drive. And uh, he kind of got me plugged in, produced my first album in Nashville. And then uh, – I put together a what I call world tour in 2008, which meant I had three shows in the state of Montana <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and a nasty old van. And somehow divine intervention, Mr. David Letterman showed up and put me on the late show with David Letterman. And that changed my life pretty quick because it just gave me, you know, it didn't financially put me in a situation where I was like, you know, comfortable at all, but it gave me a taste of that. This is what, the big times like you know i remember being in that studio and seeing the bands that played there and then being on national tv and you know i think it really helped me keep pushing to this day because that was 12 13 years ago that happened well don't go anywhere because uh trust me we got a whole lot more with my good friend tim montana where he turned here to the general tire down a dirty radio show powered by polaris razor 
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Got my very good friend Tim Montana on the show this week, and uh, you know we're going to jump right back to this interview where uh, where we left off right before the break, talking about uh, what uh, what put him on the grid. Put you on the grid. I mean that that yeah. You know, obviously you get that break. You're 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 there. You know, but everybody everybody kind of knows who you are after that. You know, it's like who the hell is this guy? What what, what just happened? You know, I you know you get that mainstream exposure. And there's a lot of people you know that that are fans that might have heard of you, but you know all of a sudden you hit that, and it's people that didn't know who the hell Tim Montana was, and all of a sudden you know they know exactly who yep. you are. 
Yeah, so that was cool, and that was all Dave himself, man. Um, he he gave me that opportunity. He came out and showed up at the table and held my daughter, and he had his fiance there. And he just picked my brain about growing up off the grid. Of course, my mom's there. She's my biggest fan. Oh, Dave, ask Timmy about how he grew up off the grid. Oh, he had a lantern. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> they don't need to know this. Uh, I, You know, it's funny. Right. I look at your career, dude, and and obviously you've put yourself in these positions to be successful and meet these amazing people. But I mean, there's things like Letterman, you know, and that happened. You talked about Johnny Highland, and that happened. And then, you know, obviously you've got the whole Boston Red Sox thing that happened in uh, what was it, 2013, when your song became like the theme for the freaking World Series run that year and stuff like that. And then you guys end up doing like a special cut just for the Sox. Yeah, we did a music video and. That's how I met Billy Gibbons. I just had this, you know, what is that? They say luck is preparation and skill. Or is that how that saying goes, meeting at the same time, and that's what they call luck? Yeah. But um, that song, I had a verse and a chorus. This beer came here to party. These boots came here to stomp. And someone, I walked into a hair salon in Nashville, and this lady said, you look like ZZ Top. And I'm like, well, I've had a dollar for every time I heard that. And she goes, I know somebody that knows Billy Gibbons. And I was like, I had a dollar for every time I heard someone that said that. So he got a hold of just the first course, and somehow got it to him. We got in Tom Vickers, and Billy just shows up in Nashville. We record the song. He lets me film it, and I was just like, "Holy crap, that's Billy Gibbons, man! This is insane!" And I'm, you know, I'm like, "If I never see him again, that's that's fine. I just got to spend a day with my hero." And uh, he went to some dinner, and some guy walked up and was like, "Yeah, I'm looking for a song for the Boston Red Sox. They're growing their beards out." Billy and I don't know much about sports, and he's like, "Well, man, check this CD out." Gave it to him, and then, like two weeks later, we're on the front page of USA Today. Just crazy, weird how that happened. So, well, and at that point, that thing that spiraled for you guys. So you ended up, didn't you, uh, end up opening for a while for ZZ Top on tour? Yeah, I've done, I think, 30-some concerts as direct support for ZZ Top. We did the North American Hellraisers tour. I remember the first thing Billy put me on was the Ryman Auditorium, and that was when he sent me that text. I'm like, oh, my God, I get to play the original Grand Old Opry House with ZZ Top tonight, sold out. <clears throat> that was one of those tearjerker moments where I'm yeah. like, holy cow. You know, grew up listening to those guys in that little CD player in a trailer house in Elk Park, and now I'm on the front page of USA Today and playing the Ryman, and it was it was unbelievable. And, uh, this weekend, another crazy moment. They're honoring uh, Billy Gibbons at the Grand Old Opry, and they've got Eric Church and Dwight Yoakam and Billy Bob Thornton and uh, Travis Tritt, and, man, the list is insane. <clears throat> and they asked me, Billy called, and was like, I want you on it. And I'm like, yes, sir. And he's like, I want you to play this beer. Came here to party, and then I want you to walk out with me and leave Lagrange. And then Brad Paisley and everyone will come out with us. Wow. And I was like, okay. So last night I go to bed at 9:30 and trying to be a good boy. Whenever I have big weeks like this, my like, ain't no boozing, ain't no messing <laughs> around. We're running every day. We're training, vocal training. My wife wakes up to pee at like two, and I'm like, hey, by the way, I'm wide awake. She's like, why? And I'm like, because I'm on the Grand Old Opry stage in my head right now with Travis Tritt. <laughs> He's like, you need a melatonin, you psycho. <laughs> if you know, it's funny. You're like me because I, you know, I've I've had no, nothing near like your level of fame, but like there's these things that happen, and you look, and I, I go, I, I just say tell everybody, oh, I'm just that dork from Parker, and they're like, no, 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 and I'm like, no, I'm just that fucking dork from Parker, you know, and I feel like you're still that kid from Montana. And you're like, like it just like I have this disconnect. Like I'll be on stage somewhere in front of people or doing something with certain people that I've idolized, and I'm like. 
Like, there's a disconnect. I'm like, I'm here, but I'm not really here. Like, th- I, I, how the hell did I get where I'm at? Because I can't still put it together, you know? Yeah, there's that thing. And you talk to some people, managers, people in the business, you need to own it. I belong here. But I don't know. That's not my personality. I think when you get to that point is when egos take over. And I think you always need to have that, oh, my God, how did I get here and remember that trailer house or remember that little town you grew up in, you know, type deal. And for me, it's definitely that. I'm just like kind of pinch myself like, <clears throat> holy shit, how, how did this happen? You know, and why am I on that list and not the next guy that's you know, more talented than me, has more fans than me, whatever. And it's like, well, there's a reason I'm there. So you got to have a little bit of that, but also a little bit of appreciation for the moment. And wow, this, you know, so I was talking to Danielle and my wife. And I'm like, might be one of the bigger shows that played, you know, other than, you know, Letterman's up there. But if you look at the, you know, getting on stage with Brad Paisley and Eric Church at the opera, I mean, that's going to be nuts. So. Yeah, that's, I, that's massive. I mean, that's you know, not to put pressure on you, but I'm just like, holy shit, I wish I was uh, there to watch this, man. Like, that's crazy. Uh, you know, talk about a star-studded cast. That's, that's rad. Um, definitely looking forward to hearing how this Yeah, Ronnie Millsap's on it, too. I'm just like, wow, every time I read through it, and they keep adding more. <laughs> <clears throat> and there's going to be surprise guests. There's going to be another guest I'm not supposed to speak of, but he may be the biggest name in country music. Wow. <laughs> a guy from Oklahoma. That's yeah. my last hint. There's just a rumor he'll be there, but hey, I'll take the roster as is. Whoever else wants to show up. If your name, <laughs> rhymes, with Dar- if your name rhymes with Darth Mook, I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> Oh, hell. So um, I want to, dude, I got so many bullet points I want to hit on, but uh, how the hell did you get linked up with with Street Bike Tommy? I mean, he's who introduced us, and I love Tommy to death. He's a dear friend of mine. I know you're you're buddies with uh, with TP. Uh, You know, you've done one of your songs there, Do It Fast, over there at Pastrana Land, but you're going back. I I had to rewatch today because it had been a long time since I've seen it, but I, I know the first thing I ever saw with Tommy and you was what? Was it Hillbilly Rich uh, a few years yeah. back where you guys did that video and Tommy was in his big black suit and got his ass kicked? Yep, yep. It was Rob, the guy that killed Bin Laden, uh, the Navy SEAL, and then Street Bike Tommy, my band, and then uh, a friend of mine who's a veteran down in Tampa that's uh, lucked out as a defense contractor and has massive super yachts and helicopter landing pads. He's like, sure, come over, shoot your video. <laughs> Tommy's like, wow, what's this guy do for a living? I'm like, eh, you know, defense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I met Tommy. Uh, Beat Montana, my hometown, is where is Evil Knievel's hometown yeah. and the guy that killed Bin Laden's hometown. And I'd played Evil Knievel days for years. It was like my world tour, one of my stops on my world tour in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so one year I'm up there and I knew the Nitro Circus crew was coming. Travis came, Tommy came, and Tommy had that huge beard. I had a big beard. This went up to him, and we just started partying. We had this little after party at Headframe Spirits, a local uh, distillery. And he came up to the house um, and saw the property. And then I met Travis and realized these guys are really cool. They're like the salt of the earth people, you know, um, and crazy, obviously. And I have a little bit of that wild craziness in me as well. So, uh, we hit it off, and then I remember Tommy was like, man, I think you should uh, check out Traeger Grills. They're uh, they're doing cool stuff, so they got a grill sent to my house. So he's one of those friends. You know, some of those some people in this industry are like, oh, this is mine. Stay away from that. Other people are like, hey, this would be really good for you to come on board. I think you, you know, yeah. put a little gas on this. 
And so he's done that a lot for me where he's put me in, you know, some really cool situations. And Traeger's one of the, uh, I think, five or six years I've been with that company now, yeah. repping them and cooking on their grills and making content. And that was all Street Bike Tommy, man, just hooking me up with those guys. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I'm meeting Pastrana, and we did the Hillbilly Rich video. And then Travis put that in the Action Figures Part 2 movie, I believe. He sings it at the end. And then when it came time to shoot American Thread, Travis flew up to Montana. He had one day off, and, of course, he shows up in Montana. Of course, it's zero degrees, and the highways are shut down for ice. And, of course, we just mobbed right through it in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, look at those semis crashed everywhere. <laughs> and we filmed this rad music video at my mom's house. And I'll never forget my mother being like, now, now, what was your name again, Travis who? And uh, can you write down what you do for fame? <laughs> I'm like, mom, that's not a normal question. <laughs> and Travis just put X Games, Travis Pastrana on a, on a piece of notepaper, as funny as heck. <laughs> and uh, then we did do it fast. So they've become, you know, family. And uh, I think we all have that wild sense where other musicians are like, leave me alone. I'm an artist. I'm like, no, no, set the stage on fire. I think that shit's rad. <laughs> You know, it's funny with Trav because uh, uh, he and I, 17, I think it was 2017, we did we had this program with Polaris called Star Car where these celebrities would come in and race with me. And uh, and me and Jolene Van Butte, it was kind of our program. And then Trav obviously came in and did one of the races, and it was Vegas Torino. And I don't know if you've ever been around Nevada, but, dude, there's, there's some places there where it's just you want to talk about hillbilly. Like you don't want to be there after dark by yourself because you don't know what the hell is going to happen or where these people are coming from, right? And so we oh, and that highway between Reno and Vegas, oh, Ooh, that old alien uh, brothel down there. That's creepy. Yeah, exactly. And so there's this town called Gab's, like an old mining town. And this race ran through it. And it's 30 miles down a one way road to get to this town. There's only one way in and one way out. 30 miles down this thing. And our car broke down there. And we will get to this full story, I promise. But yes, we got to pump the brakes. We got to take a short commercial break. Those of you who want to hear this interview cut, uncut in its entirety, it is over on Project Action on Podcast One. You can hear it and uh, all the filler, um, you know, everything else that's cut out of it, you'll be able to get it all uncut. But yes, Tim Montana coming back after the break right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. And now today's Rust Eating Tip of the Day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. 
Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com. Now. Hi, this is Marsha Hawkins of Elevating with Marsha on XM203, Sirius 217, and on the app at 967, Sports Byline, USA Radio Network. Join me this week where we take a look at a problem plaguing the U.S. besides COVID addiction. Most of us are affected by addiction either directly or indirectly. Join me on the Sports Byline, USA Radio Network with Elevating with Marsha. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. All right, we are back here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, along with Tim Montana, we're going to jump back into this interview where I left off, and we're talking about uh, me being uh, on a uh, one-way road in Gabs, Nevada. Anyways, people on the show, I'm not going to go into the full story about that night because it's funny, but it, it takes a while. But the owner of this bar was a double-wide trailer they turned into a bar in this town. And the owner's in there, and here's me and Trav at like 1 in the morning just drinking them out of whiskey. And the the owner goes, you know, I'm supposed to, I'm told by these kids outside that you're kind of famous, but you don't act famous and you don't look famous, but who are you and what do you do? And Travis just laughed his ass off. <laughs> I can't remember. He had a liner, like you said, X Games. But it was one of those where this guy's like, yeah, I'm supposed to like treat you nice or something, but you're not acting like a celebrity. You know, just one of those where Travis is a good guy, you know, and he just takes it all in stride, you know, but it's, it's funny as hell. Yeah, well, he came to Montana. He was like 45 minutes late for his connecting flight. Oh. And he called me when he landed running through the airport. He's like, there's no way. He's like, I'm 45 minutes after – this flight was supposed to leave the gate to Bozeman, Montana. And then he calls him from the plane. He's like, dude, they held the plane. Why would they do that? I'm like, I'm sure that it came on the intercom and someone that flies a plane probably knows what you do for a living and probably knows who you are and probably thought that was cool. <laughs> they damn sure ain't going to hold a plane for me. I have never had that happen. No so. kidding. <laughs> That's some I've bitch. Been kicked off plane. Yeah, I was going to say, they know I'm coming. <laughs> they leave early. <laughs> Shut down the boom service. <laughs> exactly. So, so I want to, yeah. So we're going through this list of all these people Tim Montana's met. So this whole thing with Street Bike Tommy and Hillbilly Rich, isn't this the time where I know you and Charlie Sheen have become kind of buddies? Wasn't there a point when all this is going on? Charlie Sheen sees his Hillbilly Rich video and then all of a sudden reaches out to you because he thought it was the raddest video he'd ever seen or something? Yeah, absolutely. He, uh, Rob O'Neill sent it to him. Rob has been one of those guys like Tommy that I started sending O'Neill music to Afghanistan when I was probably 21, a song called Freedom's Never Free. And 
wrote him a letter with it because his brother's the hometown DJ that played Beat America that ultimately got me on Letterman. So there's all these little dots of connectivity here. And Rob sent the video to Charlie Sheen because Charlie played in the movie Navy Seals. And they became buddies. So all of a sudden, my T-shirt guy calls me and says, dude, are you looking at Twitter? And I was like, no. And I get on Twitter, and there's Charlie Sheen with a tweet about how awesome the Hillbilly Rich video is tagging me. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. And followers and the views just start blowing up. And I'm like, no way. So I reach out to Rob, and I'm like, did you have something to do with this? He's like, yeah, man, I sent him a video. It's a good video. And I was like, no way. And he goes, yeah, he wants you to, uh, to call him. So... I get on the horn with him and uh, start chatting. I'm like, dude, I'm coming out to L.A. Me and Billy Gibbons have a session we're going to do here in a few weeks. Love to come to the house. So I get to L.A., pick up Gibbons, and him and I roll up to Sheen's house. And they knew each other from a scene in Two and a Half Men where Charlie's high and all of a sudden ZZ Top shows up and does the swing of the arm and points at the bathroom and disappears. It's a really funny scene from uh, from that show but uh yes yeah, so we just chatted and as i'm talking to him i'm like man i got this really deep dark song about a guy that's like holed up in his house alone it's called mostly stone but it's not really a pop song it's more like a metaphor for just wanting to be away from people and humanity and just locked up in your house thinking about your life and i played it for him and i was like dude you should direct it and he's like well i'm not a director and then he like went down the rabbit hole, wrote a script, a treatment for this video, sent it to me, and it was so weird and bizarre, but yet cool. He caught on to a lot of things in my life that he didn't know about that he put in the treatment. And so we were able to raise enough money to shoot this video independently uh, called Mostly Stoned in, in right outside of Nashville, and he flew down here and stayed for probably a week, came over to the house for dinner. My nanny didn't believe my daughter the next day when she said Charlie Sheen was here for dinner last night. <laughs> And we shot this amazing video, and that thing ended up blowing up online and doing really good as well. So that's that's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about this year. Obviously, pandemic hit and it threw all of us in a tailspin. I know, obviously, you and the boys from Black Rifle had your song, uh, the quarantine song that did uh, did really really well um, on on the net. But uh, you know, which brings us to uh, to kind of where we're at, man, and kind of battling back. Life's starting to get put back together. I know you and I spent some time at Dirtfish together, but uh, you just dropped a new album, uh, Long Shots, man. I got to tell you, I listened to this entire album when it dropped. Uh, you know, we were talking about it. We we're up there at Dirtfish, and uh, this is one of those that got got added into my like barbecue and like campfire playlist, dude. This is one of those weird albums where you can listen to the first song all the way to the last song, and all of them are good. And I don't say that about many albums. You know, I mean, there's lots of them. Ah, there's two or three good ones. This one, dude, I can listen to the whole thing all the way through. Man, you guys nailed it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we wanted to have a musical journey. A lot of people are just like, oh, I'll just put a bunch of singles on it. I'm like, no, I want like a hit them hard in the beginning and then come down a little bit with that river kids vibe and then come up with that, you know, kind of swagger of don't wait up on me kind of hip hop thing. And then go and do an acoustic thing. And we just really wanted it to be a journey where you could put it on on a road trip and listen to the whole thing. And, <clears throat> and then end with this really deep metaphorical written song called to an end. Um, but we had fun. I teamed up with Michael Knox and, uh, He's the guy that signed me to my first major label contract that I signed right at the beginning of quarantine, I believe. So a year, year and a half ago, something like that. So we went in and recorded that sucker. And uh, yeah, pretty excited. And this summer seems to be opening up pretty good. You know, we play a lot of markets, biker rallies and stuff. And, you know, bikers don't wear helmets. So they're probably not going to wear masks either. So <laughs> I don't think they were too affected by the pandemic like the rest of the world. Um 
but yeah, so we're going to play some bike rallies and all that. And I think we're pretty much booked every weekend, June through October as of now. And it's filling up in between. So it'll be good to get back on the road, make up for lost time. But it was also good to be home and reconnect with my kids and be like, oh, that's what my children are like. (laughs) It is funny how that works. It's the same way as, you know, the whole pandemic, you know, six months, you know, you really didn't travel much. And I I came out of it. it, I don't know. I I was one of those where I kind of still did what I wanted to do. I just tried to follow in whatever these freaking guidelines they had were. Um, but you know, right. it's one of those where I, I, you know, I, I got the status with my airlines and everything else. And I flew maybe like three or four flights all last year, which is crazy. Cause I normally, you know, I've done three or four flights in a week before, you know, and it was like, like that, that was nuts to me, but now getting back on the road and, and stuff like that, it is weird. Cause I think we all kind of learned a little bit, like I'm never at home. And last year I was at home a ton and I actually, there was things I miss about it. I mean, I miss being on the road, but I don't know if you're the same, but it was like, yeah, I probably could be on the road a little less and at home a little more, and it wouldn't hurt my feelings a bit, if that makes any sense, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. And also, I had a list of projects I was going to do at home, and I don't think I accomplished any of them. <laughs> it was just kind of like, huh. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to remodel that. This bathroom's got to get tore out. And I'm like, all I've been doing is sitting around drinking in the garage and playing guitar. <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah, then my wife and I joke, we're like, we're either going to get a divorce or have a baby. And then about week three, she came in. She's like, well, I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened, you know, just populating the earth. But our whole freaking street did it, man. Full sides of the house, just babies up and down the street. And I'm like, good Lord, I know what everyone did during quarantine. That's funny, all these kids. Well, you know, the good news is if you stay there, all the kids are going to grow up together, right? Be about the same age. So that actually could be interesting, yep. you know? They'll, they'll probably all be best friends for life, you know? COVID kids. Yeah, exactly. A bond over something, man. But uh, yeah, that's got to have you excited as an artist, though. I mean, like, you know, obviously my TV work dried up a little bit and, and some of the announce work, things like that. But you as a like, an, you know, as somebody that tours and on stage, like you had to miss that. You know, I know me as a fan, I miss going and watching live music. And, you know, and obviously some of it started to come back. But you as an artist, man, that that had to that's like a part of you that kind of got taken away there for a bit. Yeah, that was the bummer part is getting out to play these songs. You know, I mean, we got a new record, and the best way to promote a new record is touring. And not being able to do that, and so it's like you don't want to lose your chops, you know, because it's like there's a kind of a musician rule of your band. Your band sounds its best after, like, week three on the road. You know, if you're out there playing those songs and different sound systems every night, you kind of lose your, you know. Your, so it's like you try to rehearse as much as possible, and then, you know, I, I, most of my band ended up getting COVID. I had COVID. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I didn't lose my sense of smell, nothing. I just all yeah. of a sudden had antibodies. So but my wife got it pretty bad. It was just a weird time, man. Um, then I got a call somewhere during the middle of quarantine that they were filming a Western movie in Montana. This is kind of interesting. <clears throat> and uh, read some lines. A buddy of mine up there is a historian. Um, and I ended up landing a movie role. So I went up there and it was with, Sam Worthington and Heather Graham and Thomas Jane and Machine Gun Kelly and quite a big cast. Wow. Um, so I, I filmed up there in an old Western town and it was really cool. The costumes and I raised a little bit of hell, but then I made up for it. You know, the night I wrestled people in their cowboy costumes and got in trouble. The next night we had Traeger Grills show up and I cooked for everybody and made my peace with the Western town. <laughs> Sorry about the fighting, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
they actually just put me on another one. They won't. They don't want to talk about the title yet, but I head out the end of the month. Um, and this is another pretty big movie. Richard Dreyfuss is in it, um, and I've got a pretty significant role in this one. So it's been really weird, but I, I always dreamed. I love cowboy culture. I love the old West. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, I'll jump in this and just, you know, make a few movies. If I suck, at least I tried it. If it works out, then it worked out. Well, and I know, you know, you talk about cowboy stuff like that, and I know you tried to be, you know, you went to L.A. to be, you know, a rock star, basically, and you ended up, and I, I love, like, you've got kind of that rock country vibe going on. Like, I think all of this, like, it fits in. It's like, who the hell is Tim Montana? Like, I don't know. You just kind of do your own thing. It's it's a mix of everything, and and it's funny, like, because the first time I listen to your music, I'm like, man, I see, I hear a lot of, like, the only guy I could ever compare it to would be a little bit of Kid Rock and now come to find out you guys are friends and you've toured with him and you've done songs, you know, written for him and things like that. I'm like, God, this all makes sense now, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's kind of straddling that line. I mean, I grew up, I love rock and roll music, ZZ Top, Nirvana, Foo Fighters. You know, that's what I find myself listening to most of the time, and Tom Petty, but it's like I've also loved Waylon and that, that side of country music, so trying to combine those musical experiences and and bring it, you know, to a new place to where I can be like, okay, that's, I want to sound like myself. You know, you turn on the radio today and so many songs are like exactly the same thing. And the singers are so vanilla and they're like missing that character part. You know, they're like not characters anymore. Waylon was a character. Willie's a character. Kid Rock's a character. And we're kind of losing that. I feel in modern music where, you know, I think everyone's kind of scared to be who they are. So I'm like, well, I ain't scared. You can either love me or hate me, but let's raise some hell, boy. <laughs> You know, it's funny. You mentioned all this about characters and I've said that, you know, in, in off road and like, you know, some people, it's funny depending on who you talk to and uh, I'm saying this, but it's like, I, I'm a, I've always been a pro wrestling fan, just half. And it's not necessarily right, the wrestling. Right. It's the fucking storytelling. And, you know, you got the black hats, you got the white hats, like half the people in off-road racing tell you I'm a black hat. The other half tell you I'm a white hat, depending on how close they know me. But it's like I got my friends Natalie and Jonathan and uh, Natalie, she's um, she's a pro wrestler, went, she's done a bunch of Hollywood stuff. So, uh, I've introduced them to Street Bike Tommy. They're, they're all tight now, but um, she just re-signed with WWE and uh, she's the sweetest woman you'll ever meet, right? And they've got her on TV, and people are demonizing her on social media. I think it's hilarious. You know, like, she's got 5 million followers, so these people are literally attacking her like she's – it's a witch hunt. And I'm like, dude, you don't realize she's – everybody's loving this because she's just taking the money to the bank. And I'm not saying, like – I'm not saying, you know, being a character – you know what I mean? You get, you're you a character just by trade. That's you. That's your personality. But I'm saying, like, we need more of that. We need more storytelling. We need people to show that because I feel like so many people want to be vanilla. They don't want to be right. They don't want to be left. They just they don't want to make waves they just want to be completely down the middle you know and i feel like we need characters now you know and, and some people are going to like it some people aren't but you got to be comfortable in your own skin you know right right well i woke up this morning to mia chapman harassing me on social media <laughs> saying that she's faster than me <laughs> I, I saw love that. giving her help. I laughed too. I was like, I, you know, <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, dang, girl's going for the jugular this morning. <laughs> I know. Her dad was like, you're really bringing my kid out of her shell. I'm like, it's funny when you just fuck with people 24-7. Like, that's one thing I've learned about this business too. And it goes back to six years ago. I got a call and they said, do you want to be on Eric Church's album cover for The Outsiders? And I was like, well, am I going to get to meet Eric and maybe do a little networking with him? And they're like, well, maybe, but he's pretty guarded. And I was like, okay. So I go to this thing. We charge through the old Tennessee State Prison with our fists in the air and Eric's in front. 
I got a second with him. I'm like, hey, man, I'm really good friends with Billy from CZ Top. And I could tell he was like, cool, I don't care. And I was like, okay, that failed. And I went out, hey, man, I love it. I don't care. Rock. Anyway, look, big, big fan. I don't care. That failed. But finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to switch to my other persona that I know. I went up and I said, hey, man, when am I getting paid for this? Are you writing the check or is somebody else? And he paused and just stared at me. And a smile went on his face, and all of a sudden he grabbed me and started walking and talking with me. Oh, man, that's hilarious. But uh, we'll be back with more right after this, right here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here wrapping things up. Big thanks to Tim Montana. That was uh, aired in its entirety 
on my show Project Action on Podcast One. So if you want to listen to that uncut, and uh, there's actually some more to it, another probably 10 minutes of that interview, head over to Project Action on Podcast One, hit the subscribe button, and um, yeah, it's on Apple Podcasts. So you can listen to that whole thing uncut. Uh, You're at Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to this show as well, the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. I'm at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. So uh, yeah, if you're uh, on Lake Havasu this weekend or up by Pirates Cove, hit me up on social. I would love to hang out and have a drink with you guys. And uh, big thanks to all our partners, General Tire, Polaris Razor, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish Optimus, Fistful of Bourbon, iRacing, and everybody else. Thanks to con- you know, for your continued support of the show. Gee, SPX TV axles for keeping us dialed in. Couldn't do it without you guys. And uh, yeah, I think uh, with that being said, it's Jim Beaver 15. If you want a coupon uh, discount, 15% off at Dirtfish Rally School. And uh, we'll see you next time, uh, next week. Probably talk some Baja 500 and who knows what guests we'll have, but uh, you know it's going to be hella good, hella fun. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show. Powered by Polaris Razor. Hope you guys have a uh, great weekend and uh, be safe out there. And uh, we'll see you next time. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. A special news and update station you control. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk.